As I thanked Rob Patterson for sharing his time with WOKV, he shared his thanks to the incredible team at WOKV for their diligence in keeping the residents of Northeast Florida informed during Hurricane Ian and Tropical Storm Nicole. Patterson shared his empathy to those dealing with two severe weather strikes within weeks of each other. Well, thanks for having me. First and foremost, speaking for FEMA, I can tell you that all of us empathize with the experiences that our friends down here in Florida are having, and obviously with Nicole, a second impact. I'd congratulate them on what we've seen in their resilience in these endeavors. And most importantly, you know, we have active flooding going on, wind and rain events, which some people here are quite used to, others not so much, but back to back, that's a tall order. So all I can do is reaffirm that Federal Emergency Management Agency is here in support of the state management of what is locally executed responses here. State and local authorities really have the ball and we're here to make sure, along with our emergency declaration that the president has signed for Nicole, you know, we're in a good place to be in the right place as things evolve. Obviously, when the storm is here, our federal employees, like others, are in a place not to be in the field based on the conditions, but actively engaging in things where we can and how we can to be right back in the fight, both for Ian and Nicole, once weather conditions temper somewhat. But really the best advice now, as many are already doing, is to prepare up front for food, water, power concerns, and then stay in high ground with flooding in particular. You don't want to drive across areas that are flooding and certainly those that are in swift moving water conditions. And hopefully everyone's in a safe place and is listening to uh, the guidance of uh, local officials. Patterson spoke of the importance of everyone understanding that FEMA is here to address the immediate and long-term needs of those impacted by these storms. We pride ourselves on our professional partnerships and unification with our state government. So really everything we can possibly do on the federal side is leveraged on behalf of the state and local city and county authorities. And all it takes is a simple request or a declaration. And those very smart and intelligent professional folks have done that. We were here for Ian and we'll be here for Nicole. And we have the capacity to be very helpful. People that are impacted but in any way, get to our disaster recovery centers or go online to our FEMA website or use our app or call 1-800-621-3362. The last four are the letters FEMA. And make sure that you're registered for Hurricane Ian. As Nicole evolves, we'll be giving further direction on how we can do things that are Nicole-specific. But in the end, your local folks, both at city and county and our state, are the ones that you should be looking for for further direction as we go forward. And I will also tell you that it is important as you're able to with power outages and cell phone outages if they occur, stay in contact with loved ones and your community groups, volunteer groups that are in the community. Oftentimes, they're a friendly voice and other places besides local officials that you can get direction or support. And we understand very well that this can be emotionally draining, exhausting, really. So it's important to look after one's mental health as well. Patterson also spoke of the roles FEMA plays in public and individual assistance, describing those in need requesting only the basics food, water, shelter, and the understanding that they are going to be safe or that someone's coming to help them. And again, that starts really locally with your website and the support you have with local government public safety professionals. As far as what they're really looking for, is they're really looking for the idea that their government will be there for them, their elected and appointed representatives will be there for them to be able to explain those things. And that's why FEMA, supporting the state in our unified process, provides disaster recovery centers and those registration points. In the middle of a storm like 
like this, it's all that preparation. We hope you've listened to us over the years and, and months, especially here in Florida. I've seen it. a lot of people take that time and really are smart enough to put themselves in a good place with food and water and power if possible or batteries and such so that they're in a place to get through the storm. And then as the storm passes, your local officials will give you that clearance. You know, come out. Here's where the shelters are. Here's what our different community and volunteer organizations are doing to support you. And really, it's as simple as next door or down the street. Hopefully, you have those relationships that you can rely on as well, because a lot of the times, just hearing another voice that tells you, here's what I'm doing, what are you doing? People can get into a better place and then start the job of cleaning up and recovery that we're definitely part of. I asked Officer Patterson how FEMA was handling their workload, both emotionally and physically, in light of the onset of both storms wreaking havoc in Florida within weeks of each other. Well, we work really hard to make sure they're properly trained in their role-specific position, but also uh, we give them access and opportunities with mental health, uh, emotional well-being, being mindful and present, and being empathetic and compassionate towards those that they'll be dealing with. And then we also talk among ourselves and we give ourselves those opportunities to kind of work through because we do hear a lot of really tragic and difficult stories that people are experiencing. And really back to the beginning, we're all really motivated and centered, really focused on, you know, there's only so much the federal government can do to make them feel safe. But our intent is to jumpstart their recovery and working with all the capacities, volunteer organizations, what we call the whole community, uh, community organizations, along with our state, local and tribal officials. Um, so we're going to do our best to weigh in with that. And the folks that are here, we've taken them out of any harm's way for the storm period. And then eventually we'll be leveraging and positioned to move right back in, both for those that were negatively impacted by Ian, as well as those that are now being impacted by Nicole. Patterson gave a positive nod when asked about working with state, county, and local officials been great. We are a profession in emergency and incident management, and they are good practitioners. And most importantly, they understand and have done very good work in offering all the preparatory things that a community might need. And then as we come in, they're smart and understand our processes so that at the proper time, they make the requests and do the declarations up through city and county and through the state who we're really connected to. The state is who we unify with. And so the director of emergency management up there in Tallahassee, our federal coordinating officer, Tom McCool, is unified with him and their staffs operate as one, practicing our doctrine of emergency management and the national response framework so that it, it's really seamless. And we have a region four that looks after Florida specifically, and they maintain blue sky operations with the state of Florida. So really, it's almost as if we're old friends. And when you guys get hit with the way you, you do sometimes with weather, we're just coming back down, practice our doctrine and execute it smartly and deliberately on behalf of, of all Floridians in the fastest and most effective way we can. Stay tuned to WOKV as we continue to track Tropical Storm Nicole. Or tune in to WOKV at 104.5 on your FM dial. Lucia Vidi 104.5 WOKV. Bob Snell says that county officials are tracking the storm in anticipation of additional bands of heavy rains and high winds until midnight tonight. Conditions are expected to improve tomorrow morning. We're still dealing with our abnormally high tides, so we have king tides this time of year. So tides are at least at minimum going to be running four to five feet above normal, and that's without the wind pushing more water in. So continued flooding in the city of St. Augustine. Uh, we'll be monitoring conditions along the coast, and probably for the next several days, today and the next several days, the flooding concern will uh, will turn more towards the St. Johns River. And with some localized flooding that occurred where remnants of Hurricane Ian had just started to abate. This is going to add more water pushing into the river and pushing onto the roadways there.
Snell is advising everyone to avoid the coastal areas now considered flood zones, including the Atlantic coast, the intercoastal, and the St. John's River. Shelter in place, certainly don't go. Some of these areas are inaccessible. As the tides rise again, they'll probably be localized. The cars can get stranded. So through the day today and into tonight, for certain, uh, people should avoid those areas that are prone to flooding. Winds will still be quite gusty, so we're going to have issues with trees going down, roadways being blocked by trees, and it's best for people just to stay indoors today, tonight. Uh, conditions should improve tomorrow. Tides should drop and the flooding should abate somewhat tomorrow. Certainly along the Atlantic coast, we'll have to keep an eye on the river. The battalion chief of St. John's County Fire and Rescue says that South Ponavija's coastline, State Road A1A, has endured the most significant effects of the storm so far. Several areas along the road have completely washed out due to high winds and surging tides. Twelve people have been rescued from cars and homes. These are people whose cars became stranded in the flood water or needed us to help them get out of their homes. So we've rescued those people, uh, moved them out of the area. The area between the 2600 block of Pondavita Boulevard and the 3400 block of Coastal Highway in Volano Beach are not accessible. The roads have are either flooded or washed out. So we're providing fire rescue service to those areas currently, but there's no access for uh, personal vehicles to get in and out at this time. The county is also monitoring rising tides along the St. Johns River in Hastings and Flagler, as well as North County Road 13 and the Intercoastal Highway. Lots of trees and power lines down due to the high winds, but most of the impact has been along the Atlantic coast with the uh, with the high winds and, uh, and storm surge in those areas. Deputy Director of Emergency Management Mike Ladd is warning residents that the area will experience sustained winds between 40 and 50 miles an hour, with gusts topping 60 miles an hour well into the afternoon. Three to six inches of rain is expected. We are closely monitoring both prongs of Black Creek to make sure that the effects of that rain, that we stay ahead of that. Additionally, the storm surge that we had talked about before along the St. John's and the Doctor's Inlet area, that's forecast at three to four feet above ground level. Ladd described the area's early morning flooding as moderate and says that officials will make the necessary adjustments for this afternoon's high tide. Coinciding with about 2.30 this afternoon, we'll see those tide effects as well as those wind effects start to subside. We will have assessment teams out around that 2.30, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock time frame to make sure that we are getting a good look as far as damage is concerned. Ladd says that high winds are presently causing an uptick in power outages. Ladd says that residents can expect sustained winds between 40 and 50 miles an hour with gusts up to 60 miles an hour. Additionally, we're forecasting three to six inches of rain. We are closely monitoring both prongs of Black Creek to make sure that the effects of that rain, that we stay ahead of that. He's forecasting storm surge on the St. John's River and the Doctor's Inlet to be between three and four feet above ground level. We were out about 2.30 this morning looking at the effects and saw some, some moderate flooding. We will see that tide cycle come again about 2.30 this afternoon and we'll take a look at that and adjust posture as we need to. Stay tuned to WOKV as we continue to monitor Tropical Storm Nicole. Deputy Director of Emergency Management Kelly Wilson is urging people to remain cautious around flood zones. Stay out of those floodwaters. As the floodwaters get deeper and deeper, we need people to understand that is salt water. You do not want to drive through salt water. You don't want to drive through any sort of moving water. It's not safe. Flood water has a lot of stuff in it. And if you're driving through floodwaters, sometimes you're pushing water into someone's home. Wilson is also warning everyone to stay out of the ocean. Deputy Director of Emergency
Emergency Management, Kelly Wilson, says the water's flooding in the usual places. These are areas that usually flood if we have any sort of, especially like a tropical event. This will not be new flooding. Unfortunately, many of these folks have are just recovering from the flooding they had in Ian, only for it to come again with Nicole. Wilson says between the full moon, the high tide, the king tide, and the storm, water is rising to dangerous levels. Kelly Wilson with St. John's Emergency Management describes the water as flooding in the usual places, including the fort and downtown St. Augustine. What we are trying to get people to understand is if you flooded during Hurricane Ian, we need you to take those protective actions now. You are likely going to flood again. Wilson is urging residents to brace for more of the storm tomorrow. If you feel unsafe in your home, if your home flooded, now may be the time to go ahead and evacuate. Go to a friend or family member's home that is in a higher, drier spot. After a morning of heavy rain bands and gusts of winds, the mayor addressed local flooding areas. High tide tonight and tomorrow morning will present the biggest risk for flooding at the beaches and along the St. Johns River. We are currently have public works crews in the flood-prone areas like McCoy's Creek, Hogan's Creek, and San Marco, where there's some localized flooding. There's also flooding along Ken Knight Drive, and like we did during Hurricane Ian, we have partnered with the Jacksonville Transportation Authority to provide a direct shuttle to the Legend Center shelter for any of those residents in need. We will continue to closely watch these areas through tonight's high tides. For the beaches, that's around 9 p.m., and in on high tide is 11 p.m. The Landmark Middle School and the Legend Center are now open as shelters. Both are pet-friendly and open for residents with special medical needs. Curry is warning everyone to stay out of the water and away from the beach. The surf is breaching the dunes and there's no beach to stand on. Once again, this morning I watched local news and saw people were in the ocean. These are terrible conditions. You're risking the lives of yourself and those that may have to come rescue you. So stay out of the water. The mayor is also asking everyone to stay off the roads. They're down power lines in areas as well as trees. There have been multiple accidents today, several that required extrications, one that shut down the Dames Point in both directions. And with these conditions, there's potential for more. Stay tuned as I continue to monitor and report on Mayor Curry's updates. The mayor is urging everyone to shelter in place until the tidal flooding recedes. Those needing assistance are directed to call local rescue and law enforcement organizations. Remember that if you have questions or need to report a non-emergency incident in the city, call 630-CITY. If you have an emergency, call 911. Lines are open with extra operators on 630 City and will be available to handle potential heavy call volume. Ellis Burns from the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office is advising residents to stay off the roads. Weather, we're hoping this is going to pass the next few hours. We'll continue to watch the storm track and work with the National Weather Service on that, but there's no sense in being on the roads if you don't have to be, so please don't. Burns says that JSO is presently staffed over capacity. We're deploying strike teams to try to shut down intersections where there's standing water at that's impassable. For continued up-to-minute updates on Tropical Storm Nicole, download the free WOKV app to your iPhone now. As the mayor advises local residents to stay clear of the ocean, the beaches, and the roads, JEA's Jay Stowe says the utility company is doing everything they can to keep things moving as quickly as possible. JEA crews have been out all night restoring power. The storm, as it still passes through, there will continue to be outages and the fluctuation of the numbers of outages will be moving around a little bit. A few minutes ago, we were down to about 6,500 outages right now. It has been as high as 25,000. All the crews are out responding. There's some areas where the it is difficult to get to because of trees and flooding, but we will continue to work around the clock till we can get those back on. Uh, our water system is holding up uh, well, no overflows and no broken pipes, so we should be good there. And we have partnership with the city and all the other agencies to keep things moving as quickly as we can. 
The mayor is warning everyone to remain cautious about the storm's remaining potential danger for the rest of the day, as well as the evening, overnight, and the early morning hours. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.